Hello, all you beautiful beings, and welcome to the show. I'm Lane Smith-Brown, and this is episode number 20 of the Unleash Your Life podcast. And today, we're going to have a conversation about the crazy math formula your ego is using to control you and keep you playing small. So get comfy, buckle up, and let's enjoy this ride. This is the Unleash Your Life podcast, where you're going to learn to rewild yourself. I'm your host, Lane Smith-Brown, and I'm a best-selling author and rewilding guide. And over the last 20 years, I've been guiding women back to their truest selves. You see, you were born wild with all the wisdom you will ever need to navigate your life in a beautiful and powerful way. Then, just like everyone else on the planet, you got tamed as you fell under the power and influence of others who were also tamed. All that taming you got as a kid has you convinced you are less powerful than you really are. I call all of that unconscious programming power leaks. And on this show, you're going to discover yours and then you're going to choose to plug them so you can get back to the wild, wise and powerful being that you are. So grab a coffee, glass of wine, or a favorite friend, or all three, and let's talk about what living your wild self can mean for you. Welcome back to the show. Now, I've touched on this topic before regarding how our minds are working from a bizarre and random set of rules, but I'm going to drill down into something today that might prove to be a really helpful tool for you as we continue our work together on letting go of our power leaks and stepping into our authentic power, also known as our divine intuition. So I've been referring to all of our unconscious beliefs, behaviors, bias as power leaks. And they are power leaks because they drain us of our authentic power and prevent us from hearing our intuition. They serve as distractions and keep us playing small. Do you get the significance of turning up the volume of your intuition? Do you get that you're not purely a three-dimensional being? Do you get that there is something beyond this physical experience that you are connected to? It's what keeps your heart beating and our solar system spinning in orbit. And it's what grows the grass and the flowers. All the stuff you don't have to think about you can just take for granted. Do you understand that you're more energy than you are solid material, even if it doesn't feel like that most days? Do you remember those grade seven classes where the teacher tried to explain that the table wasn't solid, it was more emptiness and moving particles? We seem to know this on a theoretical basis, but we don't often think about it on a day-to-day basis. Well, the truth is, it was true then and it's true now. And we forget it. All the time. We live as if we're a grain of sand when we're the whole damn beach. Or we live as the wave when we're the whole damn ocean. We live as if we're this 3D physical being when we're the whole damn universe. There's a show coming up that will dig into this a little bit more, but I just want to plant this seed today 
your intuition is a direct connection with the collective consciousness. That's the stuff the universe is comprised of. Intuition is way bigger than gut instinct or spidey senses or good luck. It's connection to whatever that field of possibilities is. So this show is focused on what you can do to turn down the volume of your ego mind and turn up the volume of that indescribable wisdom that exists for anyone who wants to hear. In previous shows, we've also discussed how you came into this world with purpose and chose where you landed and what experiences you'd have because it is all moving you towards the intention you came into this world with. Now, I'll tell you right now, this perspective may infuriate some of you because there seems to be a movement now towards trigger avoidance. And if that's you and you don't want your feathers ruffled, count this as fair warning. Your feathers are going to get messed up if you stick with me and continue listening. But once they're ruffled, I'm sure we can find a way to make you look all spectacular once again. So come on this ride with me, okay? Especially if you're skeptical, because this concept can hold up to scrutiny. All of the work we're doing here is to prod you into remembering what it is you came to do. And a big part of this work is about getting you to fall in love with yourself all over again. And you will do that by getting rid of the power leaks that distract you from the truth of who you are and what you came to bring. Know that what I'm saying here is taken from ancient wisdom that dates back tens of thousands of years. And these teachings are also based on how the universe works from a proven scientific viewpoint. Together, we're exploring how energy moves and changes but never dies and how that energy contains information and wisdom that we can all tap into when we get out of our heads and into our hearts. So if you're bold enough, and if you want to love yourself better than you do right now, if you want to embrace the truth of who you are, the gorgeous and awesome and beautiful cosmic being that you are, then let's do the work to plug the power leaks. Let's dig deeper into this conversation, okay? All right, just a quick refresher. Your power leaks look like living in fear or worry, getting stuck in routine, not noticing what you already have, holding grudges or resentment about things long gone, playing it stay safe instead of following your heart, or being disappointed, overwhelmed, impatient, or settling for just good enough when there's so much more for you just waiting in the wings. Power leaks are also things like shame, embarrassments, insecurity, scarcity, lack, and agitation. Power leaks can look like exhaustion, panic, and a lack of focus, self-sabotage, confusion, and learned helplessness. Power leaks take on all kinds of forms. Now, don't waste your time seeing that list as discouraging. See it as an opportunity for you to get clear of beliefs, behaviors, and emotions that are keeping you from listening to your inner guidance system, your intuition. 
When you decide to let one go, the rest have a tendency to fall more easily. The important thing here is to begin. All of these power leaks have you drifting off to sleep when all the thrills are in the waking up. Why do we get so used to those feelings? Why are they so rest, relentless at hanging on? Why is there even something called a trigger warning? All of that is because of the crazy-ass formula your mind uses to file all of the information you picked up before you were even born, up until just a few seconds ago. So that was a big build-up, but the perfect foundation to move us forward. Here are the four rules your unconscious subconscious mind is working from. Number one, everything is good and true. Number two, like always goes with like. Number three, familiar equals safe. And number four, power leaks are the desired comfort zone. So let's take them one by one. Now, before we're around seven years old, our subconscious takes in everything in as good and true. Zero evaluation. You experience something, hear something, or feel something, and it is filed and remembered as good and true. No evaluation of any kind. No critical thinking of any kind. Here, let me show you how. I'm going to ask you a bunch of random questions and just note your initial response. Don't think, just note the very first reaction and count the yeses on your fingers. Here we go. Being married should be a life goal, yes or no. I will eventually inherit the health issues that run in my family, yes or no. I have the same religion as my parents, yes or no. Not having kids is selfish, yes or no. Most marriages are difficult, yes or no. Some people in life get lucky and some don't, yes or no. I vote for the same political party as, my, as most of my family, yes or no. I'm in the same financial situation as most of my family, yes or no. Work is hard, but it's what I have to do to get the stuff I want in life, yes or no. I'm the f in the same physical condition as most of my family, yes or no. Now, that was 10 quick questions. How many yeses did you get? How many of those yeses come from your early years or from viewpoints of your religion, political affiliation, or culture? How many of those yeses did you actually make a decision to believe? You actually made a conscious, evaluative choice to believe what it is you believe. How many? Now, what do you think about the color of your skin versus the color of someone else's skin? How about the color of your hair or your eyes? Is any of that good or bad? You may not have been overtly taught bias from your caregivers, but you took it in. Zero evaluation. How about respect for certain jobs or careers and disdain for others? Were you trained to believe you were better than some or a little less than others? 
Do you still believe the things you absorbed in those early years, or have you done some work on this already? You may still be working on other people's opinions about you from those early years too. Whether you were too tall, too short, too assertive or not assertive enough, too skinny, too fat, slow, quick, inconvenient, unlovable, special, not special, precious, or expendable. None of this filed information needed to be explored or explained. It just got placed in your subconscious mind as good and true. Much of that information is neither good or true. And that's why we're here. Now, if good and true wasn't unhelpful enough, your mind does something even more screwy. It files like with like. Let me explain. Let's say I'm a little kid and I'm walking along the street and I pass a blue house. In the yard is a green tree and a swing set and a red ball. Can you see it? Out of nowhere, a large dog comes at me and barks ferociously. It quite literally scares the crap out of me. Now, thank goodness it was on a leash and was stopped before I could do any more harm. Now, you know from listening to that story that it was the dog that was scary. But your ego, your subconscious, unconscious mind could just as easily associate the blue house the large green tree, the swing set, and the red ball as threats and file all of that together in the panic file. So the next time you see a red ball or a blue house or a green tree or a swing set, you could unconsciously start moving more quickly or to the other side of the street because on some level your body is getting prepared to avoid an oncoming threat. It's a pretty imperfect system, would you agree? But just the fact that you're getting this right now will change how you evaluate your feelings from now on. This is big stuff and very few people really understand how much their subconscious is leading their lives. So along with this good and true and this like with like scenario, your subconscious has determined that those feelings are familiar to you. And then the ego makes the leap that familiar equals safe. In other words, it is operating on the premise that you actually enjoy feeling a certain way. So it keeps moving you towards actions that will ensure you will stay in that feeling state. So I've been describing these unconscious behaviors and beliefs as power leaks and your subconscious actually thinks that your power leaks are your comfort zone. Pretty crazy, yeah? If you're hearing this for the first time, it sounds pretty wild. Really, even if you've heard this a thousand times, it sounds pretty wild. So those are the four rules your subconscious ego mind is working with. As you try to do something different, like paying attention to or stopping your power leaks, your ego is going to panic. It knows that the power leak has been your go-to response for a very, very long time. So when you try to move away from the familiar equals safe scenario, your ego assumes 
you're in jeopardy. So it will do, do everything in its power to move you back to the old way of doing things. But being aware of what your ego is doing gives you the winning edge as you try to change and grow. Let's say this another way. In desperation to keep you where it wants to keep you, your ego will put these type of thoughts in your head to keep you going back to the familiar zone. Any of this sound familiar to you? Has this happened to you before? When you've tried to make a new decision? Hey, tomorrow would be a better day to start doing this work. Hey, this is all bullshit. Hey, this sounds like way too much work and it'll probably fail. Hey, I've heard this type of stuff before and it didn't work then. Why would it work now? Hey, it's going to be too, too long. It's going to take too, too long. and It's going to be too painful. Hey, maybe it will even try to convince you um, of, oh, you're going to lose your family and your friends and all kinds of stuff. Or you know what? It's going to whisper things like, you're too old, you're too young, you're too poor, you're too smart, you're too tall, you're too short, too set in your ways. Spoiler alert, the ego gets rather desperate sometimes and will stop at nothing to keep you drifting and safe. Truth is, and this is a big one, if you don't start looking at this stuff, this the power leaks that are holding you back, what you are going to lose is yourself. That's the biggest thing here. You need to remember yourself. What does your ego try to lull you back to sleep with? Maybe it suggests that it's time to watch a little more Netflix. After all, what's the harm in just one more episode? Or perhaps tea and cookies, another glass of wine, or one more bag of chips will do the trick. Think about what you use as an excuse. It might be more than one. Remember, this isn't you. This is your ego trying to keep you from moving forward. It's a little sneak. It's cunning and it's clever because it wants to keep its job and you waking up to your behaviors, your power leaks, means its job is in jeopardy. And the truth is, this isn't its job. This tiny portion of your big, beautiful mind was never designed for this kind of reasoning. Your ego mind, where all your subconscious and conscious beliefs are stored, is prehistoric. It wasn't designed to be a critical thinker. It was only built to keep you safe from tigers, falling rocks, dinosaurs, and that big, beautiful Neanderthal in the bushes over there with a the big club in her hands. But you're learning to step out of your ego and into a much more effective way of navigating your life. The most important thing to understand at this moment is if you can be programmed to have a power leak, you can be programmed to not have a power leak. So 
Are you connecting some dots to some of the behavior that you've experienced in your life? I often use the term fix of familiarity because power leaks can become an addiction. Maybe you've heard of something called self-sabotage. Yep. That's what happens and you unconsciously mess things up for yourself over and over and over again. Now, remember in episode number three where I talked about my missing bedroom and my disappearing friends and how those two experiences planted the seeds that convinced me I was inconvenient, forgettable, invisible, and unworthy? This is how that played out in my life. I tried to be indispensable or self-sacrificing to everyone. I'd say yes when everything in me wanted to say no. I put everyone else's priorities above my own. So much so that it took years to figure out what actually makes me happy. After all, why would I ask myself something like that? On an unconscious, subconscious level, I believed I wasn't worthy of even happiness. I even spent years expecting no one to want to be friends with me. So I just stayed on the sidelines, didn't get involved. My expectations of others was spectacularly low, and my expectations of myself were spectacularly high. And all of this kept me feeling inconvenient, forgettable, invisible, and unworthy. All familiar feelings. Is this resonating with you? Or have I left you stumbling around in the dark? I don't do that stuff uh, any longer. At least if it comes up, it's, it's very, very short-lived. I have come to know that it is my soul's journey and responsibility to find this sense of belonging in myself. When I was finally able to embrace the brilliance of who I am, I got my first taste of being truly connected to the divine, my intuition. And the more I pay attention to her, the more clearly and often she speaks to me. Now, I still fall back into old patterns of thinking. I still take little excursions away from that sense of knowing how magnificent I am. But thank goodness when I do, it triggers such a feeling of loss in me that I claw my way back as soon as I possibly can. Look, realizing and understanding the truth of who I am, what I am connected to and what I want to experience on this journey did not come quickly or easily, but it did come with purpose and intent. And you can experience the same thing if you want. It's entirely up to you. Here's a simple truth. We all came in so perfect, so complete, so intentional, and all of that is still true. It doesn't actually matter what anyone said to the contrary. All of that amounts to a big steaming pile of poop. 
So where are you wasting your energy? Still caught in an old thought loop. Do you know what your power leaks are that you need to plug? If you stick with me, I promise you, you're going to get finely tuned to recognizing where you are playing small, where you get dis disconnected from the truth of who you are. And it's going to be work, but the work will be worth it because you are worth it. All right. That was another big show but I trust I've got your curiosity up. I love that you stuck it out. I love that you're curious about this work. Will you meet me back here for another conversation next week? Or maybe binge listen to the rest of the shows before that happens, especially if this is your first time here. All right. Glad you were here. Ta for now. Well, I hope this show rocked your world a little bit. If you want additional resources, check out the links in the show notes or at lanesmithbrown.com. Before you go, please subscribe to this podcast. It's how we get these tools into the world. And this world needs more wild women standing in their authentic power. Do that for me, will ya? Thank you.